What's up, family? It's Auntie CJ here, back again with another podcast entry. If you can tell by my voice, this is not a good one. This is a trigger warning. I don't know why this stuff keeps coming to me. I don't know why, like, the universe and the world has just been attracting me of, like, all of these negative things. But right now, I'm just not feeling good. I'm, like, really hypersensitive to the world right now, and... I don't even know what's going on. Like, I don't know what's going on. I feel like it's a worldwide wave of, like, depression, man, and, like, just low vibration. Um, And I feel like the people, air quotes, (laughs) are really, like, planting this stuff, like, all on social media and everything. And it's like, we see it, we're exposed to certain things, and it makes certain people systematically feel a certain way about being behind about not being on track in alignment with where you're supposed to be but the whole time it's really just the devil playing seeds like wanting you to discredit the favor that God has for you because it's a lot of people I feel that especially like I would say, as an example, like, um, new moms, when they go through postpartum, um, it can feel like the end of the world, and it can feel like, you know, it's too much, and you're not capable, but I feel like, I truly believe and feel like God has equipped us with everything we need, otherwise, I feel like civilization wouldn't be a thing, because technology and all this stuff that we have to live, you know, these great, um, simple lives you know, is great now for us, but they survived in time without all of the things that we have. And so for us to sit up here and be like, "Mm, you know, I just don't think I can make it. I just don't think I can do it. Like we have like so many resources. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like if you don't want to work a typical nine to five job, there are people getting paid to play video games <laughs> like literally literally so I just feel like I'm talking to myself that there's no excuse as to why you, you can focus on the bad things and complain about things like don't worry don't worry about the bad things right now okay don't worry about the bad things right now right now we can only focus on today what's present we woke up, we're alive, and we just had to get through today. And I was just telling myself, like, I'm just so uncomfortable because I don't. I feel like I was explaining this on one of the podcasts. I don't know if it uploaded or not. Who knows? But I was just explaining how uh, I don't like failure. I don't. I want to control all of the uncontrollables. And then if I can't control it, that's what, you know... Uh, spikes my anxiety and everything but uh yeah I'm like I had to tell myself just to relax and stop trying to control the uncontrollables and the whole thing about it is that really I was trying to um lecture my friend through some relationship problems or whatever and I was really remembering the advice that I gave her which was you just gotta get through it you have to get through it. We cannot run from and really 
close our mouths and passive aggressively hope and wish things get better. We have to put in the work. And so we have to say what's uncomfortable. We have to be real. We have to be raw and honest to get things, to get through things. Because just holding this up, expecting people to read our mind, we're not going to get anywhere. And we're going to continue to suffer. And I just feel like if we're going to suffer anyways, which we are, then you might as well embrace it. And you might as well run towards it instead of running from it. Because the more you run from it, you can't hide from it. It's going to catch up with you. So it's either going to come out and the personal relationships at home. It's going to come out professionally at work. It's going to come out at the worst time on the highway. Like, <laughs> it's going to come out. So the best thing you can do is to see it, be aware of it, acknowledge it, and do something about it. Um, the more we... Be in denial about it and be delusional about, oh, no, no, no. It's not me. Like, I just feel like my family, like, especially my sister just recently, like, telling me I should go do therapy. And I'm like, all of us really need to do group therapy, group family therapy, because I'm trying to recover from y'all. And my whole thing is I keep coming to y'all and everybody keep making me sicker because I'm like, it's you I'm trying to heal from. You know, I really can't talk to my mother because she is the problem. You know when the problem asking you, what's the problem? You. But I can't say that. Because if I say that, then I'm the problem. Because, <laughs> because I'm making you uncomfortable. I'm, I'm, I'm now attacking you. And I'm telling you that you're not right. And there's something wrong with you. And you don't want to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. We all want to act like, oh, well, it's me. I'm holier than thou, and it can't be. It can't possibly be me. Like, who is it then? If it's not you, then who? If not me, then who? Because I know I'm the problem. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here thinking to myself. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> just recently, I'm just looking looking through my phone. I'm like, you know, you is the problem. <laughs> you, you, because I keep like naively thinking that. If I start over with a different person that, and if I like try to train myself to do certain things and I'm like, see, you're not being you, you're not being real and authentic in you. You are uh, manipulating these situations and these people because of how you want to control the outcome, how you see fit, like your fantasy world. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Cause so many people have told me like, what I know, what I know to be true. But I go out every day just blindly like, oh, well. My second thought, um, I want to start over and I want to try this again. I want to try to control this again. I can do it this time. I know if I just pick this person, this color, this height, this size, I know that I can do it. Like, no. <laughs> you have to work on you. I have to work on me. I, I still have so much like inner childhood work and for me it's like I'm 28 and I'm like I really want to be done with with that but I just feel like again I'm just going to continue to age with a child mentality and not the good not the good kind (laughs) but the immatureness and ignorance because I feel like you have to actually learn and apply different skills when you transition into being an adult. This is why I feel they make the whole like true adult things like in the world legal wise to be like 
25 because you don't really peak maturity for real until 25. Like, you 18, you're still a child. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're still a child. Yes, you're legal in the world, but like for real, 18 to 21, them are like transitioning adolescent years and you're really not. Our brains aren't fully developed. Like, I, I literally did uh, when I was in high school. I remember this, and uh, I remember doing a presentation on the brain and the prefrontal cortex. I forgot what I was talking about. I was trying to argue about something, but I'm like, yeah, and that's when I learned um, that uh, I wasn't as wise and grown as I thought I was when I was in high school. I was 17. Yeah. No, you can tell me nothing, man. For real. You couldn't tell me nothing since I was 12. And the whole thing about it is, um, I blame, I blame my mama because I just feel like I was in situations where when you give children too much responsibility, too young, it forces them to grow up. And you miss out on being a child. You miss out being, you know, free to be a child. And um, I don't know. And that's, and that's why I want to talk about this, too. So this is the, the trigger story or whatever. I, 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 I told God. No, seriously, I saw this story. And I'm like, look, they trying to plant this stuff. Every time, every year, like... I don't know every quarter. Um, it be these big traumatic events in the world, and I feel like they they just start dropping them randomly, and in certain places with certain people and certain things. And I I'm a conspiracy theorist. I don't care. Okay, but I just feel like it just be a distraction from what's really going on. I don't keep up like with the world because for me it's no point. <laughs> It's a war going on. So, what can Williams was saying, the part that I did catch when I was asleep, um, it's definitely spiritual. It's definitely spiritual. And that's why I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm literally, I'm literally, I was crying yesterday and I woke up and I'm, I was crying again. And I'm like, all right. <sighs> but I was just like, I didn't want to, I really did not want to talk about this story. Um, but. So many things are coming up surrounding it that uh, I I didn't have a choice in this matter. So one of the dead was 14 years old. The students have been identified as Madison Baldwin, 17, Tate Meyer, 16, Hannah St. Juliana, 14, and Justin Schilling, 17. Uh, This was a high school shooting in Oxford, Michigan. Now, I live in Michigan, but I really couldn't tell you where Oxford is at, but to me, looks like up north where it's pretty white. And this boy, they're talking about suspect and his parents met with school official hours, hours before shooting. So, this boy... They, they, oh, he's 15. 
Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So this this child is 15. And they was up at the school hours before he came back. <laughs> it was like, yeah, y'all still gonna be messed up. <laughs> so this is like uh I don't wanna like label him or anything, but I, I feel like these people are are I feel like you are you are a product of your parents. So I'm just gonna say I'm not because I'm not I don't wanna put this on this baby. Um I don't wanna say it's his fault, you know, why he is the way he is, because I'm just speaking for myself, like I messed up and people people and I hate talking to older generations because they think it's a joke when they hear young people say it's my mama's fault. No. I'm being serious. I'm being serious as a heart attack, and I'm being like so like psych psychologically serious, and I'm telling you like <laughs> through science, this is a thing because I you can only be shaped by what you're around as a baby, as a baby. Just th- let's think about this, as a baby, you come in this world a blank. A blank freaking space. You're a blank element, and you're gonna absorb everything around you, and that's what you're gonna become. That's why they say doctors breed doctors, hustlers breed hustlers, hoes breed hoes. It, it that's just what it is. That's just what it is. If you see a family and like the the parents are established, the parents are entrepreneurs. Normally, entrepreneurs come from entrepreneurs because they see and they've been learning and absorbing all of the information. So within my family, for whatever reason, my mom was working at the hospital. My what? One of my sisters is a freaking nurse. The other one was a freaking director of nursing school or some crap like that. Something in the medical field is what I'm telling you. My other sister wanted to go to school to be a freaking surgical tech, like all fall under the branch of health <laughs> because that's what they was around and they kept pushing me they're like why don't you just be a cna like me i did it i did it i could if i could do it you can do it first of all i don't want to i don't want to be nothing like y'all like i don't but it was just really pushed on me and like pressure in society was just like well what are you gonna do if you don't do nothing and that's why i keep coming back on here telling you like my family Basically, a lot of people in the world is telling me that my life means absolutely nothing um, based off of if I'm not working. If I, if I don't have a good, substantial status job, then my life is pretty pointless. I don't mean nothing. I'm worth nothing because I am my job. I am what I do. No, no, I am not. <laughs> and I can't, I can't stress this enough. And I'm, I'm sitting here like, every day just struggling with who I really am and trying to people please and do what the hell my family is pushing and society is pushing me and telling me what to do and then I'm like okay on the one hand I'm like live life live life great like right I I, want to live my life great but me living my life great does not look like (laughs) Me working and slaving myself at these jobs because I'm literally pulled to this job most of my life. And then I come home to my apartment. Yes, I really don't mind being alone, but I don't think we were designed to be alone. But 
my freaking um social skills and all of this all of the crap that I'm, I really need to survive all of the love and connection that I really need to thrive I can't even maintain it because I'm so stressed out from these jobs but I'm supposed to work this hard because if I don't work I don't eat so if I say I don't want to work then that means I don't want to eat then that means I don't want to be here and then people are like oh oh my goodness she thought that it would be better for her to be dead than to be alive than to be, you know, with us, suffering with us. Like, y'all want, y'all want people to suffer with y'all for what? For what? Because right now, if I was to quit, if I was to do anything drastic like this, nobody could, tell, could help me and support me. Nobody. And so they're all just hoping and standing by the sidelines, hoping and wishing that I just get it, that I just apply for it, that I just try harder. And what you don't understand is I've been trying harder and the shit is getting harder and I'm freaking tired and exhausted from grief and freaking, and freaking like life in general. So, so this baby, I don't even know how I got here, but he's 15 and I could just see in his eyes that he just, you know, he, he really did not care. He really did not care. And this is the whole thing. It's because how we're being raised and conditioned and groomed from birth to childhood and the, and the, the pressures of society and telling us what's important and whose business we're minding. Because this child was not minding his business. He was minding the business of everybody else because he felt rejected. And he felt um he felt not heard. He felt not seen. This was a cry for help from his parents. Because I don't know what was going on at home, but clearly he was getting bullied at home and at school. Because if you can't go to your parents and say, yo, I don't feel good at this school pull me out put me put me somewhere else and then you got parents that be like ah you're gonna go to that school you ought to act right you're like they going against what their child is telling them they're going against you know the signs that things are not supposed they're not going how they're supposed to go okay because some parents just Whatever I say goes, and don't question me, don't do nothing, and it don't matter, I don't care how you feel. And it's like, you you telling another human being that they, you don't care how they feel, okay? It's a cause and effect. It's gonna, you're gonna have to pay for the consequences. And these parents, they're gonna have to know that this is their son, okay? This is who they raised. This is the love and acceptance that they poured into him. This is the confidence that he had because I'm looking at him and I can see, I can see, you know, why he got bullied. He looks, he looks like one of the weird kids. I'm, I don't care, y'all. We all gonna have labels, but he looked crazy as hell. Um, and it, it, it's the, it's the tenacity for me. Is that the word I'm trying to use? I'm trying to use big words to talk sound good, but no, for real, like he. <laughs> They say he uh, met with these. He, they met with the teacher, and the principal, whatever, whatever. And then so they charge him as an adult. You know, the sense of murder. They trying to get his life in prison, and he don't care. He just threw his whole life away. And my whole thing is, I, I, it's not that I don't care about his life, but I'm really sad that he took them other kids' life because these parents, they don't really know why it was their kids 
that got got that got shot. <laughs> they don't understand that, you know, the lives that they're looking and that they forcing forcing their kids to uh, be subjected to has affected them and caused them to be little rotten <laughs> people. And because when you go to school, that's who you really are. You know, when you when you're in a different environment, but you. These kids, they go home, they put on this because these parents project on them these the fear that if you make us look bad, then it's going to be a problem. Like, what consequences is going to be if, if, if I'm normally acting human? Nobody is perfect, but we put the pressure on children and on ourselves to to appear to be what we are not to be what we are not and if we can just all keep it real and really just mind our business because it does not matter it does not matter it does not matter if my hair is not done if I don't have the latest shoes if I don't, if you have it great if you don't want to help me get it leave me alone leave people alone but people just have to roast people they have to say something my whole thing is just growing up this was a part of life and I never fit in. I never fit in. So I just grew up and like I didn't fit in within my family. And so this is why I'm like hypersensitive freaking now because my family didn't accept me. My family didn't like me. So I went to school. I portrayed these um, insecurities. I portrayed like these instincts of I had built a wall and I built my own little world. I'm like, look. I don't care. So I was just quiet and I never really wanted to connect and um, have these relationships with people, have these friendships with people because I'm like, I don't trust y'all. I don't trust none of y'all and I'm straight and I would be friends. With, I wouldn't be friends with people. <laughs> I use the word friend very seriously. So I'll be associates with people <laughs> and it'll be, you know, they'll be talking to me about their best friend and I'm like wow if that's their best friend I can only imagine <laughs> like what would, what would the conversation be if like you know we was friends like how would they talk about me like they don't even like me like that so I'm like I know I'm not <laughs> I know I'm not so oh oh yeah it was one more thing one more negative thing I'm gonna talk about um because I feel like this keeps coming up. And this... Uh-oh. Lord. This one... Um, I don't want to keep up with this. Like, I'm keeping up with it. Because here's the thing. I'm technically not on my Facebook page. I'm on my cousin page. Because sometimes I live... Uh, vicariously through her so anyways um it's this girl on here again and I feel like I talked about this before with the girl who had just committed suicide with her babies and she was all on Facebook the same thing with the uh, girls previously over the years that I've talked about um posting on social media just leaving cues and hints and um 
again, like I can't say that because this is not my friend. I don't know her. I'm, I can't even find the damn thing. But basically, the gist of it was, um, she's on here. She had made a status, and she was like, "I just don't understand why I'm here." And she shared a meme. Talk. It was this broken light, the uh, traffic light, and it was like, "I'm beating down so hard or whatever," but I'm trying to me holding on. Um. Because I got to make money. Because I got to have money to live. Something of that nature. Damn, my memory is so great sometimes. Because I don't block things out. Because I'm freaking traumatized. That's not what's happening. Uh, Yeah. But it just really... Because I think this girl has kids. And... That's why I was trying to say something about postpartum because um, I just pray for all the people who have kids and who have it hard because I just, yeah, she had made a status. She said, I just want to give up right now. And like, people are going to act like they don't see this. <laughs> this is what be killing me because it's, yep. She got, um, she posted a meme about the Simpsons predicting the future. They got an empty wallet. So it just really looks like, um, she don't have money right now and she's just not happy. And it's crazy because, um, like the world society, they would really have us not believing that our lives aren't right there without money. And I know everything costs or whatever, but it's it's just sad. Yeah, a day ago, she said, I hate everything. I hate it. Why couldn't I have been born to a rock? And this is the whole thing about this is that um, for me, I'm, I'm first I want to say for me, because I was just, like, yesterday when I was crying and stuff, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is stupid, I hate being here by myself, and so, that's when I get into these moments of thinking that I need to be in a relationship, and I need to have a baby, I don't know what it is, like, with these hormones, <sighs> it really be getting me sometimes, because, you can really think about some crazy stuff because that's serious, <laughs> okay? Don't make a permanent decision on temporary feelings because um, I feel like that's what a lot of people be going through if you kind of, if that's one of your voids. If you don't have, like, um, unconditional love and support, you kind of lean towards, like, it'll be nice if I just had somebody and you just start dealing with anybody. Next thing you know, you in this whole disrespectful, abusive relationship, and you don't know how you got here. And then you got trapped with a baby, and then you trying to put a pour and put all that love on the baby, and trying to receive all the love from the baby. Whole time the baby making you hate hate your life for real because now it's hard for real because babies require a lot. It's a whole human being that's dependent on you for them to survive, and so that's a lot of responsibility. All because you 
wanted to feel some love. You want to feel some love? Love yourself. <laughs> Put that energy back to yourself. Because I'm sitting here yesterday, I'm like, what's, what, what's really the problem? What's going on? The problem was I had too much time on my hands, okay? I had too much time on my hands, and I did it. I kept on putting... I wrote down in my little notes on my to-do list that I was supposed to create this morning routine, night routine, woo-woo. Never did it. So, because I wasn't ready, <laughs> it takes me harder, harder, a harder, more complicated time to get ready. And that's why you should stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Because um, had I had these things in place already, I feel like I wouldn't really had the time to really sit and sulk in my feelings. But sometimes it's necessary. So... I just let myself cry. I let myself have a day. I went to sleep early, whatever. Woke up, still crying. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so I really had to get to the bottom of this. So that's where we at. So, um, yeah. I just feel like we got to, because I was sitting here like, I want to talk about this, but I just feel like, and then I, I was I was just putting myself down. I'm like, see, you want to talk on this damn podcast. You want to help people, but you can't even help yourself. You got to help yourself first. And I'm like, well, what is it that I do or, you know, going to do to, to get through this? And that's what I said. Um, that's what I told myself. And that's what I'm telling you is that there is no... Um, there's no box you can check where it's going to be like, oh, I did this and it's great. So the whole thing about it is life is a journey. It's a long suffering journey. It's a whole learning journey. It's a whole growing journey. And what you got to know is that it's just one day on your journey, right? You're just having a bad day. And at the end of the day, one of the songs that I love, one of the Christian songs, I love to dip and dabble with Christian religion and put what I what I feel necessary to help me or whatever. I don't truly follow it, but in retrospect, um, it's some good gospel songs that really get you through the day. And just speaking on that, just on vibration and frequency, um, I actually did like this um, test or whatever on myself because I was at work and I was listening to this music that was recommended me by somebody else. And then this person really, I found after observation, didn't really like me. (laughs) So I'm listening to this music and it's really depressing. (laughs) And I'm like, uh, my whole mood was just messed up at work. Like I was moving slow and I was really irritated. Girl, I turned to Lil Wayne or Kanye, somebody. Somebody that actually likes somebody that I listen to, but people give me flat for listening to. And they're like, oh, you listen to them? Yes, I do. So uh, I turned them on. I was like, oh, I was moving. I was in a better mood. I was smiling more. I was just happier. So you really got to be aware of what you put into you, into you because, yeah, that stuff affects you. TV, I don't watch certain things. Especially, like, at nighttime, I may have nightmares. Like, I told you, I'm too sensitive. I cannot, okay, I cannot. People be laughing, but know yourself. That's why you know yourself. And so, this is the whole thing that I was telling myself, and I'm telling you. And 
everybody. So you have to learn to love yourself because I'm like, at the end of the day, my problem is still is that I'm still not happy with myself. And I was trying to put that pressure, that burden on somebody else and be like, oh, it's your fault. Why you didn't, why you didn't see me and acknowledge me and love me? And it's like, oh no, girl, look in the mirror, look in the mirror. Don't project that and put it on other people and see, look in the mirror. So um, I had to look in the mirror and I was like, all right, I'm really not happy with myself because uh, I keep saying I'm going to do something and then I just have it. And I was just really upset at myself for getting there yesterday because I'm like, wow, <laughs> of all the things you know, of all the things you spit out and all the things you, you've been talking about, how, how are you getting here? Because I was just telling my friend, I'm like, you need to strap your nuts on. And, and I'm sitting here with my nuts on the floor. So... But I had to tell myself again and remind myself that I'm doing the best I can with what I have. I'm going through a lot, man. And I make it look like I'm not. (laughs) I make it look like I'm not. People be coming. People have been coming and dumping all of this stuff on me. And I've just been like, okay, all right, I can handle that. Oh, this too? No problem. But for real, I'm like, this is a fuck. I mean, this is a lot. (laughs) This is is beginning to be a bit much. And like I was telling my friend, I'm like, look, it's only so much poop you can take. The people are going to keep pooping on you. And then you're going to be buried in poop up into your neck. And you got to realize that. You got to tell people it's only so much poop I could take. Okay? It's only so much. And at that point, they need to get their poop together and you get yours together and everything just flows. Um, it's crazy because I want to talk about something light on the next podcast. I was going to talk about relationships, but honestly, that was negative too. But I feel like this was uncomfortable and I really just did not want to share this but it had to be shared at some point because you got to know that it's how we live in this world there's no reason for none of them kids to be in a position that they was in there's no reason for it to escalate that much and my whole thing is if we just take care of ourselves sometimes like parents that's what I'm saying like with how everything is laid out because I feel like they didn't have enough time for that child pour into your child love your child because your child see you not loving yourself see you not caring because they had it was his daddy gun so I'm sure his I hate to judge people but they just look like people who just wasn't paying attention to their child I'm just being intuitive actually at this point um because I feel like I know, like, what, because this is what I'm saying. Because I know myself, for that boy to be that calculating, that smart, and that wise, it, for me, was screaming out neglect. Because why didn't y'all protect me? These, I feel like them kids could have been saved because the 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 parents did not do their job. And that's what my whole thing is. But when people be willy nilly like, I just want to have sex and have kids, like, 
do you really want to be a parent? Do you know how much it takes? And that's why I'm always like, I don't know if I want to have kids. Yeah, I can say, yeah, having kids would be great. It would be ideal. But for me living at 28, just in my in my head and knowing what I know and feeling how I feel and still having these parental issues, <laughs> is that something that I willingly, intentionally want to do? Because... I'm still trying to heal my inner child. I'm still trying to, you know, take care of me. That's selfish of me to put that on a whole nother human being. Like, "Mm, I created you to make me happy. Hold on. And that's what, but you know, and that's how I came back to. I always come back around to not really putting all the blame on my mother because I I cannot give her all of that that hatred and judgment because I know I know for a fact that I had the watered down version of her mother and because I know that I just it really makes me sad that 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 it's a cycle and it makes me sad that I feel like, I mean, I, and I, I believe this to be true. Like my mother's life compared to like how we was raised, hers was worse than mine. For one, I'm the baby, and my mother was like somewhat of one of the oldest kids, and she had to take care of her younger siblings, and she had to take care of everybody. And awesomely, she actually ended up being the one caring for my mother. I mean, caring for her. Uh, my grandma uh, when she died. And, you know, what's crazy about this, I'm just going to end it with this little personal story, but what's crazy about that is um, previously, before she was with my mom, she was with my uncle. And for whatever reason, my grandma was just being rebellion. Just her pride and ego is really, really strong, okay? So we this, this is where the top of the narcissism um, streams in our family. So she was with my uncle and she was like, yeah, I want to live with y'all. She basically telling everybody that my mama not treating her right and whatever. Like my mama is cold blooded, but my mama is only a product again of her mother. So her mama, so my grandmother couldn't take my mother just like my mama can't take me. So anyways, uh, so, so when my grandma was still with my uncle, um, she was sleeping on the couch. She was sleeping on the couch, and my uncle was taking care of his daughter and her three kids. And, like, my grandma had to deal with all of this, all of that. And so my cousin go talk to me, talking about, yeah, your mama killed grandma. And I was like, first of all, when she was living with my mother, she had her own room. And my mom was breaking her back to do what she could to make sure she was comfortable. This is the problem that my grandma was having <laughs> with my mother is that she didn't realize that my mother's heart had just completely grown cold towards her and she was no longer under the spell of trying to please her, knowing that no matter what she did, she would never be satisfied. And that's just where I'm at with my mother now. And I'm like, look, I'm not... You're not going to keep disrespecting me (laughs) and like keep not 
showing that the effort that I am giving you, that I am doing, is not appreciated. Because the way that our reward system and love system was set up was we only receive love when we perform these certain duties. So it was all of that. And and that's why it's, it's really sometimes just hard to be here just for me for me because I feel like I know too much and I feel too much and I be feeling sorry for the people that don't know and it be those people those people are the abusers the rapists people who rob and steal and I'm sitting here like but I know it's because you come from a broken home but I know it's because and I'm just like so I will sit here and tolerate and stay in relationships and be disrespected and abused because I'm feeling sorry for other people. And I'm like, no, no, no. Actually, girl, you matter. You need to take care of yourself. You need to love yourself. And the stuff that you're trying to get from them, you need to just give it to yourself. You have to be okay with being by yourself for a minute, okay? It's not, oh, yeah, that's what I was trying to get back to. I, you know, sometimes I don't really realize it. Nor have I been peeping it when I listen to these episodes. But I be saying stuff. And then not completing it. <laughs> not completing the thought. Because I was talking about the gospel song. And it's called... Um, I Don't Mind Waiting by Juanita Bynum. And she's like, I don't care if it takes 20 years until I get my breakthrough. And you be thinking... Because I be saying, oh, we got to take it one day at a time. And people like, okay, it is, it's been 365 days. How many days is it supposed to be? And it's like, there's no time limit. Right? So... You just got to live your life because your breakthrough could really be, you know, when you turn 56. But you just got to hold on. You take your life at 26, you you would never know. Okay, you'll never know. And it's like, why give up now when tomorrow could be your best day? So you never know when you're going to walk into your soulmate. Somebody going to change your life. You don't never know if you're going to meet somebody randomly. And sometimes, like, them mistake babies be blessings. They do. Um, so I'm not always saying everything is negative, but I'm just saying that if you can... Do things a certain way and withhold yourself and love yourself and grow in yourself, then you won't be susceptible, susceptible Lord, to um, things that aren't supposed to serve you. I mean, just making your life hard by just choosing to just not think about the consequences in the right in the right way. You don't always have to be right. You don't always have to be wrong. So at some point, we just really got to take accountability for ourselves. And I really want the parents to really just, even the parents of the, the children that were deceased, because it's like, you would think, I mean, unless it was like a straight bullet, but I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. But it's like, um, at the end of the day, people, and that's, that's the thing too, because I keep on just thinking about stuff, but people be talking to me and I be telling them how I'm like really serious, right? And I'm expressing, I'm a serious person. I'm a literal person. I don't really joke that much. And people are like, I joke all the time. You just have to get with that. And I'm like, I don't have to do anything and I won't. Uh, So you can choose to stop playing with me or... You have to know that I'm not ever playing with you for real. So, I just feel like 
people was they was pushing that boy and he just you could be at that point at 15 just just not caring no more and just not seeing the future in the world because these people these are the people in the world that you have to deal with just growing up and I don't know I feel indifferent about the situation because I'm like what is he really missing out on He's just going to be in prison for the rest of his life. Oh, well. Because I, I, I feel like I'm in prison in the free world. Because I'm a slave to these jobs. I have to make a certain amount of money in order to provide for myself. And that's what I want to talk about in the relationships, too. Like, I've been watching these videos and reading all of these articles. And I'm like, it's so many contradictory information. Like, they was telling me how... Being a career woman is bad, but expecting a man to pay for everything is bad. And I was just like, what the hell do y'all want? What do y'all want women to do? Because y'all sitting here like, you need to be a wife, not a partner. Okay, well, you need to be a husband, not a partner. So I'm just confused. Oh, like. And I get here, y'all. We're just going to pray for each other. We're going to take it one day at a time. We're going to relax and check on your friends. If you see anybody making any freaking, I don't care. Don't play with it. Always take that serious. Somebody say, I want to give up. I don't care about life or it's hard right now. Please reach out to them. Okay, please. I don't care if it make you look stupid. I don't care. They, they might spaz on you. Just let them. Don't like try to lecture them and tell them off or make them feel any worse they're already at a low point please don't step on people that are already down that's the worst thing you can do and i'm all i'm asking you is to be a kind person is to uplift somebody is to be there for somebody one person you can say one person you did you did a great job at living that's your living legacy okay everything's not always about you save somebody else sometimes jeez be kind love yourself love others mind your business have a good day and a better tomorrow peace